Hey guys, this is Frank. Welcome to G'day Design Life. This is a podcast. Starting up a podcast, something I've uh, not done here with G'day Design Life, but I'm going to start one called Two Red Chairs. Obviously, you can see if you're watching this on YouTube, we're sitting in two red chairs. I'll introduce you to the man next to me first in a second, Um, but Two Red Chairs is about interviewing, chatting with designers from Australia and abroad to see what we can come up with, learn some new things and um, do it in a way that's a bit more of a long form bit of content rather than me just splashing out Instagram carousel content, which to be honest, I think we're all a bit over. Um, but we're going to chat today with Shane. Shane is an awesome Aussie designer. He's from Sydney as well. I got him in here for the first one because he's just a top bloke. And uh, it, uh, we'll get into the story of how we met, but we'll get to that in a sec though, because <laughs> it's a good one. It um, is a good one. But Shane here has his own design business. Um, it's called Aspect Brands. He basically, I think, calls it branding and brand implementation, yeah? Correct. Which is, I think, a fancy way of saying you help brands with their signage um, implementation. They roll out of their brand. Roll correct. out of their brand. So anything from signage, stationery, all that kind of stuff. Like some of the stuff is just <laughs> really, really good. Um, but what we want to talk about today um, is the difference between online um, presence and sales that way versus traditional forms of sales, which Shane is just an absolute beast at, like total fucking beast at, um, compared to me, which I'm just, you know, the guy on the internet just putting out content, <laughs> you know. Um, so we want to trade notes here and hopefully you guys are, you know, listening to this or watching this or here on YouTube um, can get something out of this from the presence that, say, I have on an Instagram at least um, and just the hustle game that, that Shane has out there on the streets, getting in, in front of businesses' faces and going, hey, how about it? Um, so welcome, Shane. Thanks for thanks. having me. No thanks, thanks, thanks for, for coming in. And um, let's start with, with, with how, how we first met. So. Ooh. <laughs> it's a juicy one, isn't it? it? It's a fun one, though. I think that's the best <laughs> thing about it is that, so I'd only just started G'day Frank, my design business, um, what, maybe three or four months before you first found me. <laughs> and it was it was weird because there a few a few days prior, I was getting like all these weird phone calls from like telemarketers and stuff because oh, okay, I had, yeah, yeah. had my phone number online a bit starting this new business and was just getting like all and sundry, like charities and, and other people looking for, you know, to sell me stuff. And I was just like, oh, just so over it. And then this guy rings and goes. <laughs> just randomly? And just says, g'day, Frank. And I was like, g'day, mate. What's going on? And he's like, just want to say, I've seen you online in this Facebook group. We were part of this same Facebook group. Just saw your, you know, stuff on here. Looked up your, your website. It's amazing. And that was the words to affect what he said. And I was like, is this guy blowing smoke up my ass? And Nothing else to the call. <laughs> it was just, hey, man, love what you're doing. Keep it up. See ya. And that was it. And then I put the phone down going, what the fuck was that? <laughs> like, I didn't know if it was a, like a good thing or a bad thing or just what happened. It was just in a blur. And I'm going... Fucking hell. Okay. Went out to my wife and said, some guy just called me. This is an Aussie guy. I don't know if he was selling me something or he's going to call me back or what, but it was amazing. And then I, I found you on Facebook, sent you a message going, was that it? Like, and you're like, yeah, man, just what is it? You, your stuff is awesome. I was like, 
dude, that is amazing. Like, what a legend. Me being the kind of guy I am, I just like, I saw this guy, yeah. I thought, hey, love what he's doing. I'm just going to call him up <laughs> and just <laughs> say, hey, man, keep it up. Oh. Good stuff. And that but was it. I don't think I'll ever get something like that again. Like Seriously. It, it just it, it blew my mind in retrospect. At the time, I was like, what the hell is this? But in retrospect, looking back at it, it's just it's just genuine. And I think that was, that's what sums Shane up here. Um, he's, he's just a, you know, soul of the earth kind of Aussie guy. And Very much so. That, that's why I wanted to get him in here first because <laughs> I think we can have a really good chat about this stuff. And it's I know amazing. He, it's and amazing it, what you can do when you just make a phone call, isn't it? Well, this is, this is the part of the conversation <laughs> is that, that sales is probably part of that. And you would know, you know, full Absolutely. well of that is, is to get on, on board there. But I can see you now starting Aspect Brands, your own business. Yes. And you're putting yourself out there online now. So you've, you've got your Instagram account up and running now. It's, it's getting a little bit of traction, which is mm-hmm. great. You're putting up a lot of content, which is fantastic. Um, but yeah, you, you, I think you're on the right track, but I think there might, there might be maybe some things that you're, you're not so sure about. I'm still new. I'm yeah. still new in that online space. So what's, what, what's, got your, what's got your goat or what, what, uh, wh- what's your plans with it? That's, um, I think to just um, almost give, give people looking at my business whichever avenue they're on, whichever platform mm. they're on, to just to find something that they can digest and help them understand more about me and what I do. Yeah. Um, yep. Yep. I think as, you know, brand designers and brand implementation people, um, we are selling what it looks like. We are selling the experience. So if I don't have, if I don't have all my sort of ducks in a row. Yeah, if I yeah. don't have my ducks in a row, it's yeah, like, okay, yeah, yeah. well, if, they're, if their brand and their image is not together, then what value can they bring my my business and its image? That's kind of it. Yeah, yeah. if you can't do it yourself, how are you going to be able to do Correct. it for somebody else? Exactly and that, right. that's a huge point right there is that if you, yeah. And, and that's, I think, probably the biggest struggle for designers, and I've talked about this in, in some content already, is that we find so hard to be able to brand ourselves and... For whatever reason, it, I mean, the reason I think it comes down to is is being able to detach yourself from it, obviously. Correct. But then at the same time, it's taking that pressure off to do it the same way you would do it for a client in that you have to objectively look at things and just go, well, what is some, what, what's going to grab someone's attention first Correct. and foremost? And then what's going to then make you trust me kind of thing? Mm. Um, you know, you could be selling snake oil or whatever, but you need to trust that goddamn person to, Absolutely. you know, be one that person that wants to buy some snake oil not that you like, would but <laughs> the, bigger, the biggest objection people have is just can they trust you really mm-hmm. um, you know every business has a need whether it be in design or mm. whether it be in signage or merchandising yeah. like you said yeah. uh, all these businesses have a need and in the end of the day the people you're coming up against are your competitors um, in those markets and it's like if you put yourself out there and you become personable to that person, to that prospective client, um, there's a it's a there's a great likelihood that uh, your competitor hasn't because they don't think about these kind of things like we do as designers. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, if, if, this is the thing as well. I think a lot of designers might have 
will not have the blinkers on, you know, in the you know, respect of like a, having, you know, a horse with blinkers so they look straight, you know, down to the finish line mm. kind of thing and not worry about the horses either side because they start getting skittish. I think that's exactly what happens with designers. So we start looking left and right going, why am like this person's doing this, but I'm not doing it. And like, shit, like I should be doing this as well. If I don't do it, then I'm not going to get clients. Oh, They're, that the, happens so often. But the thing is as well, like you see other people that have, I don't know, 30,000, 60,000 following and you think they've got their shit together. They don't. No. And that's such a fallacy and, and, and such a way to get yourself down that if you've only got two, 500,000 followers and you think you're not, you know, successful because of that, say on Instagram at least, or, you know, on YouTube and you're just getting yourself down because people aren't following you. But at the end of the day, those people that are following, those people that have 60,000 following, they're all designers. They're not- A lot of the time. They're not Absolutely. customers. So that's what I find a bit interesting about the tactic that many designers go for is to impress their fellow designers. Their peers. Um, and I found that amazing that when I started making, say, content for G'day Frank was that it was always content geared client towards base. a client. client and I couldn't figure out why other designers weren't doing that apart from just, you know, sharing their work and everything like that. Um, where there's all this edutainment of how to be a better designer and everything like that, which I'm doing now, obviously, in G'day Design Life. But um, there's a purpose to that, though. <laughs> I like that distinction, though. But if you're going to do that as your business, though, to sell to other businesses, so you're doing B2B kind of business there, how is that how you want to go, is, is create content that is geared towards... I other think, businesses. I think we're all guilty of having a bit of tunnel vision, you know. Yeah. Um, if you're, if we're building, if we're building a business, and we're banking on one one social media platform mm. to to develop a clientele and a basis for, you know, work moving forward. I think we're shooting ourselves in the foot a bit. Yeah. Um, there true. are so many. Yeah. There's just there's so many different avenues. And don't get me wrong, social media is absolutely a massive, massive part of that. And that's also the social proof that your prospects then refer back to and say, okay, this guy's the real deal. Yeah. And um, I've heard that a heap of times. Oh, where, absolutely. Where people will just not even give you a second thought because you've got no presence like online or you've got a very little following. And like that client might even know not even know who the following is. Like they could just be paid. Yeah. They could be or designers, mm -hmm. not even the target market that your business is catering to. And the right people aren't listening. It's the wrong people that are listening effectively Correct. when it's in the eyes of the client. So it's kind of how do you position your business that way? And I think you're on the right track. I mean, I don't know if it's from seeing what I do or some someone else do, but I think it's the right way to go, surely, yeah? Mm, absolutely. From a sales aspect, though, that that makes the same sort of, sort of thing as well. So, what I guess what made me realise the importance of this avenue with going down the social media route, making sure that there's content there for people to digest is uh, I had a few meetings with a few prospective clients and they speak to me about their... Uh, some previous design work they had done. Yep. And I, I was just listening into the conversation and I was listening to what what things mattered to the client. Like, oh, yeah, we paid, you know, we paid $5,000 for this product packaging. Oh, the guy had 100,000 followers on social media. It's like, okay. <laughs> so, so, oh, I need, I need, you know. I trusted him yeah, with my yeah, life yeah. because he it's had 100K. Like, it, it's, it's like this, <laughs> this weird day and age we live in where mm. uh, people, your, people trust you and regard you as a certain in a certain place in your business yeah. on the base of pretty much off the back of the social media following you have. Exactly. And it does work in a sense. I think they play off each other very in a very particular way, which yeah. is interesting. There's a, there's a few ways it could play out 
best for both. Like you see some designers that do have that big following and um, they get more attention obviously out of it. Yes. But what it does, though, it, it becomes a mutually beneficial agreement with both client and designer or, or if it's an Instagram influencer or something like that where that client is looking for that influence or that, that size of email list or whatever it is to mm-hmm. then get their message out further if it's a mutually agreeable, you know, engagement. Yes. Um, which is, is so at, a, at the root of it, it's quite superficial. But in the same respect though, that's just how celebrity works really. Pretty much. And But for you though, I mean, to, to, to go back to what you're doing on a day-to-day, even before – you know, your social presence came to life. Yes. You know, what is it that you would generally do day to day to get, you know, in the face of a client? Um, I would quite literally turn up to their premises and I, I mean, because I do provide a, a quite a ro- wide variety of services, I would approach people and just begin to chat. open, open, yeah, begin to chat, open dialogue. I'm, you know, I'm the kind of guy I am. I just, you know, I ring people up randomly. And I, uh, I just sort of, I just sort of uh, yeah, rock up works. and just strike up a conversation, <laughs> and it, it would it would honestly amaze you uh, how how much further down the line you get just by showing up. And fairly receptive though. Oh, a lot of the time. Like I, you know, what was it? Probably about two weeks ago, I approached this guy. Um, I was just actually um, I popped in at one of my suppliers and I approached this guy next door. I noticed their building didn't have any signage. Yeah, okay. And uh, I just approached this guy and said, "Hey, mate, you got, you got no signs on your building? What's going on?" <laughs> <laughs> type, of, type of deal. And this guy's like, "Mate, what are you? What are you even doing here?" Yeah. I'm like, "Oh, mate, I just popped my head in." He's like, "Mate, you, the timing could not be more perfect." He Seriously? said, "I had I had this. Yeah." He's like, "I had Signorama." Uh, scheduled to meet me yesterday, and they stood me up. They didn't show up. So he's like, mate, get a quote together. Holy Job's yours. Shit. And just probably <laughs> probably two days ago, I just won that job. So, Dude, congrats. Just, yeah, just turning up, That's honestly. Awesome. You don't know. Uh, t- timing. Just <laughs> It's timing. There's a lot of factors, and not a lot of them we have control of, but what we do have control of is just – but showing up, though, that's showing the thing. Up. That's, that's, oh, that's it, is showing so up. So much of it is yeah. just showing up. Yeah, yeah. So if you don't show up, they don't know who you are. Exactly. The cost of not showing up is just too great. Yeah. It really is. Oh, I love it. That's fantastic. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've seen a guy do this on, on YouTube. He's a photographer down in, in Victoria, and he he does it to prove a point for his YouTube channel. But I could imagine that's what he would do in general because he's just, again, a hustler. He just walks into cafes. Like, he went into 20 different cafes. Yeah. Of a Saturday morning, and just said, "Hey, man, um, can I see your manager or who is you know your owner, or if they they operate here?" And just wondering if you wanted any you know social media photos or anything for your business. This is my rate; it's a couple hundred bucks for a couple of hours. I do the edit, turn it around for you by the end of the day, and you've got a you know uh, you know hundred shots man. or something like that. It works, man. And it did. And he was just like, "That's how you do it." That if you're wondering how to find clients, get out there. And- do it like you know it's not it's not rocket science i think that's the hard part it's just uh, it might be i don't know it's it's like valuing the service you provide so if you rock up to a business and say hey this is what i do Mm. i'd like to do this for you that saves them all the guesswork looking online trying to find someone to do this specific Mm -hmm. thing stand there Mm. have a conversation with them say hey this is what i can do here's some examples of work i've done before whether it be social media content whether it be logo work, branding, any type of assets that the business needs, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you might be doing them a massive favour. It's just about backing yourself, really. Do you think it would be 
I don't want to say it's too harsh to say, but if you can't do that as a business owner, then you shouldn't be a business owner. Oh, I don't think – I wouldn't go as far as saying you shouldn't. Uh, we all have our strengths that we need to play to. For sure. Um, and, I mean, even this this format of just walking out into the world and approaching people, uh-huh. it works for some, won't work for everyone. Yeah. And you just have to find your strengths and double down on them. So maybe, you know, I've heard that many businesses successfully pitching in IG DMs or yeah, yeah. That's IG DMs or phone, call, yeah, yeah, yeah. or phone calls. Um, but in the end of the day, if you can look back on the week that's just passed and say, okay, I haven't approached anyone this week, how do you expect to get any clients? And that's what I hear, you know, Gary V talk about is that I think it's like the dollar eighty strategy where it's just like leave your two cents on, you know, 20 to 100 people's, I think it's like 100 people's, um, it's a content. Okay. Being business owners, yep. the idea is there that you just – Especially if it's a, if it's an account, especially if, especially if it's an account that has a very small level of engagement, and they're like, someone's they commented notice. on my stuff. They notice. Even they if notice. it's from like a few Absolutely. months ago, they're like, <gasps> someone like liked my stuff, and you're like <laughs> quite you know into it and and um, engaging about what you know they like, what they put up, and that gets noticed, and then they might then follow. If you follow them and they follow you, that's just how it kind of works on, yeah. on Instagram. And then you begin to develop this online relationship, much as, much as you have with people and I have with people. Exactly. And whether it be designers or businesses, whatever it might be. And that's it. And that's the long game, I think, that a lot of uh, new designers or new to sort of maybe Instagram or, or Twitter or uh, Facebook is that you go for the sell like immediately. I think that might be the, the difference between in, mm. in person and then online is that you kind of need to – people have their backs up and because, you know, we're all hiding behind a keyboard kind of thing, there's a little bit more um, – oh, I don't know what the word is, but it's just that a bit more resistance. a bit of a guard resistance. up. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah but, a bit you know, of a wall that the, you, need to, you need to push through. Exactly. And I think that's where that, that human-to-human kind of connection needs to come in where you need to be a person and just say, hey, how are you going? Really loved your stuff. Um, well, this is why the you know in DMs video me- like video. Oh god! Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. that is just the next. That's level. the new walking it into is. a it, shop it, front. It really is because yeah. I mean, in the end of the day, you send someone a message, cold message. Uh, the only issue that people have, like they can go to your profile and see all the awesome work you're doing. Yeah. Uh, the only issue is they don't know you. They don't. Yeah. They got no idea if you're going to you know, drop the ball or, or what have you. Whereas if you are dropping them a video or meeting mm. them with a person, I, I would probably say if you're doing a cold uh, message or something like that, I don't think the goal would be a sale, but more so maybe an in-person meetup if it's yeah, someone exactly. someone in your area Love it. or maybe just a video call just yep. so they can get to know you. Because yeah. 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 at the end of yeah. the day, the only issue they have is that they don't know who you are. It's a, yeah. cold, it's a cold message. It's a cold phone call. And that's uh, something I, I've not done with a client, a potential client, let's say, okay. or a business where I've gone for the sale yet. Like I've been doing Instagram, let's say, only since March. Yes, yeah, about March, I think it was, yeah. And it's, I'm playing like the serious long game here. Like yeah. I'm at like, there's nine innings of it and I'm at like two, <laughs> you know, I've got a long way to I'm go only a month in to myself. Yeah. <laughs> only but, about a month. But what I mean is the the... The nine innings to get to a sale, like saying, "Hey, of you know, what do you think?" And you find that opportunity and that timing that mm-hmm. kind of works. Where you see, you know, that business doing something in particular, and you go, "Hey, you know, 
I've seen this done or I've done this before for someone else. Is this something you might need help with? If not, that's totally fine or whatever. But you've built that kind of rapport. You've inc- you know you've liked their stuff or you've commented and engaged Correct. with their stuff and, and shown a bit of um, genuine interest in their business. And then you, you you wait for that time instead of just like going. I think your logo sucks. Do you want a new logo? Oh, how I can t- do it for you. How tempting is it <laughs> to Holy just, God. dude, you rock up on a page and yeah. it's just like, yeah. hey, was, guys. This was the interesting thing. Like I had a – there's a business up here where, where I live where I see them like every time I go out driving, I see the business. I'm like, I would love to rebrand your business. But – and I was like – I wrote up and like – I felt like a total like, like Russell Crowe out of A Beautiful Mind where I was like writing all these notes and everything like this and going, how could I, you know – find the right tack to, to get I'll know, tell you one of mine in a sec oh, and it was just lunacy to the point where a few months passed and, I was, and, and my wife said do you think you'd still go after him I was like no no not a, <laughs> no. Not a chance because it, it just doesn't seem right they have no idea who I am and I'd knock on the door and they go you know it could be one of those things where someone in their family designed it and they think it's really good and you go like, well you know that's just going to set the tone for that relationship right there and you're out the door and you're not even in at all. There's no relationship. I'll there. tell you a little cheeky signage tactic. Okay. If you if you rock up to a business, you see their their business, their signage, this and that. Something I've used a few times, it's worked. Sometimes it hasn't, but uh, is saying how the sign is becoming a bit weathered. <laughs> hey, it might be well. time to might be time to <laughs> get a get a new sign put up. And then once you're having that conversation, it's like, hey, maybe you might be interested in doing a rebrand also, refreshing your business. I like it. Yeah. It's a bit cheeky. Hey, designers, <laughs> you know what need, you need to do this week is uh, go look for some really average weathered <laughs> signage and just go, Shane sent you. <laughs> hey, guys, the uh, the UV laminates expired uh, on the sign. It's starting to get sunspots. That, I think we need a new sign. <laughs> that bulb's flickering a little bit, I think. Just a little bit. <laughs> oh, there's too many signs out there, man. With the, uh, it's just. It's no, I like it. I mean, at, at the core of it, though, it's finding that in. I think that's, it is that, that's the it point. Is. I think that's the point. Is just to find, find your way into the house before you raid the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's a good one. I've never heard that one. Oh, oh. I like it. I like it. So, and this is just in terms of putting yourself out there, though. I mean, are you doing anything that you find possibly unique or your own style of, of, of you know, door knocking or, or cold calling or anything like that? Well, to be honest, the, nothing I'm doing is really reinventing the book. Um, to be honest, I don't even do a lot of selling. Yeah, okay. I don't need to sell because if I, if I approach a business that has a need and if I'm, if I'm talking to them and I find out, okay, they don't have this need and I'll jump to something else, whether it be I'm talking to them about signage and they don't have a need, I'll jump to merchandise, don't have a need, I'll jump to maybe yeah, okay. you know, various things, I guess, to diversify. And so you're just asking. Diversify. You're just yeah, yeah, I'm just having asking a, and just – Not even salesy, not even yeah. anything like that, just okay. having a conversation. Um, but I think that with the new wave of businesses, people aren't getting out there at all. So yeah. – if I if think about this, okay, you or your fellow designers, if you get out there into the world and offer design services, how many businesses out there uh, do not have a designer set up per se? They've done tidbits here and there. Oh, there'd be thousands, like in, just in in just, Sydney alone. There absolutely. would be absolutely. Oh, and, and think and think of just fellow designers. The, uh, the kind of person, the kind of people that designers are. I'm a salesperson. Yep. First and foremost, but um, I guess the kind of the kind of um, 
demeanor you get as a as a designer is not so much a go out and door knocking kind of people. You know, we're pretty reserved type mm-hmm. um, people who are fairly just, introverted. Yeah, fairly, yeah, 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 fairly introverted. So. If you go out there and offer design services, door knocking business to business, mm. it's a pretty like pretty high likelihood that mm-hmm. in your area there's no other designers doing that. Yeah. And for the for the business for the business owner who's yeah. too busy to stop and yeah. look online and find a designer, hey, here's a solution. They've just walked in my door. The opportunity just the opportunity like presented themselves, massive. and yeah. you, they would call it fate, and they'd be just like, yeah, Hallelujah. exactly right. <laughs> and it happens so often, man. It That's really does. The, there wouldn't be that many doing it so that you're like, as you said, your likelihood is far greater because you're not going to have the traveling designer salesperson doing it. They're going to be the person that might email, like it'd be the person that email. That, that's what designers, like, let's face it. As designers, we're sending emails and we're just going, oh, hi, I like your business. Um, by the way, do you need a new logo? <laughs> and then you're just getting straight to it. You're and like, if you, if you rock up, and you talk to someone, and within the first thirty seconds, if they t- if they decide that they like you, see you later. Everyone who's thrown an email doesn't matter at all. It trumps. You just yeah yeah. You just you're getting ahead of the getting ahead of the mm-hmm. the curve really. Mm-hmm. I mean, even picking up the phone really would do do oh, over, do it more than an email. But absolutely, it'd be like breaking up with a text message. <laughs> 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 the hit yeah the hit rate would. Do you think the hit rate would be fairly? high in your experience so is it like a one in ten kind of thing look in the in the end of the day okay you walk into a business they say they're not interested right now at all whatever it is you pull a business card off them okay in a month's time you send them an email hey here's a rebrand i did for another business uh in the area i'm clapping right now yeah if you're listening to this i am clapping that's it. And and they're and they're qualified leads. If yeah. you, I mean, if you've walked into the place, you obviously know that the logo is crap and their brand is just falling apart. Mm-hmm. So you pull a business card, you take down a phone number, take down an email details, whatever it is, yeah. and then play the long game, like you're saying. You call back. Yeah, you call back and say, "Hey, sure. we spoke. You might recall we spoke a month ago. Yep. Hey, here's something I've been working on. I'd love to do something similar for you. Love it, love it. And I've got a mate that does that. He goes like he's. He's seriously out there. Like he, he gets into like Amazon and Tesla and Ooh. Uber and just not goes, your walk-in time. No, it's <laughs> so not another he, level. But he, he, like he, 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 he gets in there and you're like, dude, that's awesome. How he goes, just walk in and say hi. And I'm like, that's it because we're all scared of doing it. I think that's a big thing. He just goes in there. He's, he's like he does video work, like really fucking good video work and he just shows them their phone and goes oh I've been doing this would this be something you'd be interested that's, in having that for your store that? or online or something for your social media your next you know looking to do and I'm just like that's it and he goes mate that's it like he said he walked into a Tesla dealer and um, shout out Dave if you're listening to this um, go hard Dave love it he, he walked into a Tesla dealer and I know the one because I used to work near it and they have up on the screen their ads that play loop on a loop and it's about the car you know doing its thing and everything by tesla yeah and he walked up to the manager of the the dealer and just said if i can name you shot for shot of what happens next will you consider any future video work with me Ooh, i like that i'll show you my reel and everything my phone and everything but i can call the shot for shot and he did and the dealer was like holy shit you know what's up you nailed that (laughs) 
And he, again, he plays the long game from there on. I don't know if anything came of it. Is, is it because the content was just so textbook type stuff? Not textbook, no. He what just it? knew it. Okay, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He knew it back to front. He was so engaged with their brand that he knew. He'd been into dealerships just to check out the car. To be of course. He loves Tesla. <laughs> I mean, I fucking Did he get Tesla. one? I don't know. Oh, I don't think. I don't know. I don't think so. Damn. I don't think so. Got to get that Tesla. Dave, get that Tesla. <laughs> I want to drive. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just doing that, like... To show that level of, of interest in, in that in, in that person's business, even Tesla's, you know, obviously a, a big 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 ass company, but just Massive. for that that particular dealer, um, I like that. I mean, just to call back, like get that business card, get that details, and then go back and back and back. And that, that you, I mean, that's the thing. I've, I've been reading a lot of things of late where it's like, no doesn't always mean no. It's it's just kick the can down the road. Go again later. Exactly, exactly. And I think people are concerned with it be a, a cold, you know, a walking up, a oh. cold walk up or cold email, oh. phone call, whatever it is. People are, I mean, us as people, we're naturally afraid of rejection, right? Yeah. But if you get rejected three, four, five, 20 times, is it not worth that one time that someone says, you know what, hell yeah, Especially let's go. Especially if you, you've got nothing coming in and you're like, <sighs> you're the poor designer that's going, why me, why this? I'm seeing all these people that are getting like all these amazing clients and stuff that are international brands and all of this and I'm getting like the corner pie shop every six months and you're just <laughs> thinking, why, why am I not getting, I'm getting like all, this is the thing as well, if you've got a really good social media presence, that's like possibly a tiny part of it in the grand scheme of things. If no client is finding you, you could be putting out all this great content, but if you're not engaging, getting out there both on social and, you know, in person, you're missing out on that opportunity to do that. And then you're thinking, well, you know, why Why is no one calling me? It's like, you got to call them. Like the people aren't going to find you because there are thousands of you, for starters. There are bigger agencies than you that are perceived as better quality. But when you've got businesses that especially in Australia where like 90 to 95% of businesses in Australia are small businesses, there are thousands. Is it 95% small it's like, business? It's like up there, 90, yeah, 95 wow. or 92 or something like that. It's ridiculous. I saw Mark Boris talk about it. Massive. I was just like, holy shit. But there's just, a, you know, a crazy amount of opportunity that we're not seeing as designers in that, you know, obviously the big agencies are going to be the ones that are going to be playing with the big playing brands out big there. Big business, yeah. but but for us, like, there's just this in Australia especially, but I would would imagine it would be the same anywhere and around the world, in that there's so few designers compared to how many businesses there are, and businesses that don't even explore anything past doing a word document logo, um, or you know, oh, finding say that a lot, finding on Fiverr or anything like. That. I mean, if you want to give, position yourself as a high value, you know, uh, designer, you've got to be putting yourself out there to show that you are that high value kind of designer. But yeah, it, it's something that you just have. That you could be going into a thousand different businesses and not even have any competition of any other designer that's ever walked into those businesses before. How many like, designers do you know that walk the streets picking up clients like that? Zero apart from, actually, no, one, <laughs> one. this guy. <laughs> Just me? <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I mean, maybe maybe a couple, but, yeah. it, but still, it, you think about that. Few and far between, I would Honestly, there's, there's very few industries nowadays that actually invest in that type of salesperson. For sure. Yeah, so the kind of traveling salespeople that you see going around these days are like door knocking yeah. solar panel people yeah. like now everyone's approach, just relying on oh, social media marketing too reliant almost way too reliant because there's a whole realm of businesses that aren't even 
into that space yet yeah. and they're out there and they don't know you exist because they're not they, they're not on this platform that you're so heavily banking on so why don't we yeah. look at it in a different way and yeah. Yeah. just get out there in the world the thing i'm thinking about is is that you don't need that many clients in a year to be a sustainable business absolutely not like you might not need not even need more than five to ten i don't think i work with more than five to ten in a year so far um because it, it covers what you need it to cover like exactly right. it, it's not that much you don't need to be having hundreds and hundreds of clients the the most ama- <laughs> the most amazing person i've heard said well it wasn't amazing but it was kind of like oh oh no <laughs> she said she did 300 logos in a year oh no thanks and i was just like and this was off the back of a Facebook post that someone said, oh, how many, how many, you know, Facebook, sorry, no, how many logos have you done in a year? And everyone was going like, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40, maybe there might have been a 50 to 100 person 300. logo. And I was just like, cool, yeah, that's fair enough. I did three. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then this girl says 300 and it just like floored the whole group. Like three hundred, holy moly! You must be rolling it, kind of thing. Thinking like what we would charge it, like for myself, if I charged for three to five clients, it would be you know payday. If I'm getting three hundred, I'm like tearing (laughs) through three hundred because I know I couldn't do three hundred myself. I would be like outsourcing it to other designers to to get do three hundred in five years. (laughs) (laughs) I did. I think I did like something like six hundred identities in TV production when I was working. Um, Six hundred across the entire time for se- over seven years. Seven years, yeah, yeah. So it was it was it's roughly like no, just, it was like yeah. seventy to eighty a year or something not like bad, that. Not bad, not um, bad. And they weren't to the scale that you have as a of brand course. identity, that kind of thing. They were very short and sweet kind of things. Um, a pitch, a pitch, like pitch kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But three hundred, we were just like, holy moly, and we. What was the price a, point? Well, everyone jumped on that and oh, said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just discreetly kind of thing. How how much are you charging for your logos? And she was like, Oh like fifty to a hundred dollars and we're like Okay, oh. so you only made like thirty grand. Okay. Well, I mean that sustains your life, but were you absolutely slammed? Obviously it's three hundred oh, logos, you'd be absolutely naked. Like that's three hundred logos for three hundred logo a day for ten months, man. That's that's pretty oh, much it. That's, that's on the weekends the, too? You'd have to be. Or you'd be doing like two or three a day kind of thing without weekends. And we sort of said, okay, so if you're only charging that much, what would happen if you tripled your price and you only had to do 100 in a year? Well, you could keep doing 300. (laughs) You really can turn it out. (laughs) But what if you you tripled your price right now? What would happen? She goes, I would lose a third of my clients if I charge more. And I was like but you'd be making the same amount. Same amount. And With a third less of the workload. And yeah, and, and this is probably a lacking of possibly business sense. And I, I, I'm not criticising the girl. She she was a very hard worker. And sounds off, like it, man. Hats off to 300. her. It would break me 300 logos for $100. And that's that's not my to, career. Uh, and that's not, to, that's not to sound pretentious either. I think it's just the reality of to... to to, to give it the to, attention, yeah. to give each logo and each it, identity the attention it deserves. Exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, but we're getting way off topic there. Um, <laughs> Shane, do you think there's anything of your 
sales experience that translates into an online space of marketing yourself as a designer that that potentially that as designers we're typically not exploring or thinking about or or taking as much advantage of absolutely possibly like linkedin or something like that or yeah um i think that a lot of designers expect that their prospects are just in the space that they're in uh, when that's not always the case um obviously linkedin's a really good one uh linkedin is just quite frankly it's just all business people all the kind of people who have a career and they and they obviously regard their their career as a really big part of their life and and their connections networking and their connections that's right so um i think that to get into linkedin is a really great opportunity for designers there's there's probably not a lot of designers in the linkedin not that i could see the ones that do though and this is the amazing part the ones that have started now and, and do it fairly consistently the same that they would do on instagram the traction on there is far beyond what you see a normal bit of content that Joe Blow would put up. Yeah. It's not a designer. I see like, and they, and they start trending. Like I get notifications of mates of mine that are designers that are trending with their that's logo awesome. topic. I'm like, holy moly, that's awesome. And it gains that traction because at the end of the day, what LinkedIn does organically is that if that, say if a business owner likes your post, it then gets seen by all their connections potentially or a, large percentage of them yeah, I think at right. least and it's just this undervalued attention which you don't get on platforms like Twitter or or you kind of do I think on Twitter a bit, and, and then people Instagram tack on especially. if they if this person that likes your post is yeah. someone they respect and someone they think True. does business well yeah. Then yep. they like, okay, yep. why yep. is he yep. liking this yep. post? Yep. What yep. value is there to gain? No, very true, very true. Yeah. And I think that's probably one thing that <sighs> If you're making connections with people, the same one in Instagram as well, you're doing it on LinkedIn. And I think the tricky thing is that I think probably we all get put off on LinkedIn is that people can see when you view that person's profile. Oh, it's so weird. You can't see it that on, you can't see that on Instagram. So you can just weird. be like this silent little person Slug. like researching every business <laughs> under the sun. Um, but I mean, that's that's just LinkedIn there. But well, I think I think it's important to as designers position ourselves in spaces that doesn't have many designers. In, in a previous life, I did sales for a, a medical fit-out company, oh, yeah. okay? Yep. And doing, going through the job, doing my research, I found there was this GP expo uh, that we could like that we could potentially attend. Yep. Uh, medical fit-out company, GP expo, a lot of business owners, a lot of doctors, a lot of people mm. working in practice. Yep, yep. And I looked at the floor plan, floor plan on this, uh, at this expo and there was no, there was no medical fit-out people exhibitioning at all at all okay so it's like all right gap in the market is, yeah a massive yeah. gap yeah, yeah um and we signed up we're the only person on the day showing that type of service and the prospects were just out the ass it was crazy such massive like the the like an expo expos are expensive like i think the outlay for the expo was something like eight grand just for the space and then yeah, to fully it fit gonna, it out i was gonna say more than that as well yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. no like that, 20 yeah, g's or something yeah that's yeah, right yeah, yeah. but you know, obviously, fit out work. It's it's a really yeah. high yeah. ticket item. Yep. You know, a yep. fit out can yep. cost anywhere between half a million to two million dollars yep. for a fit out. And we walked away that day. I remember just busting my ass that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twelve hour days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. I think we walked away with something like, I think it was something like 25, 25 prospects that were building in six months, and then another twenty that were beyond a, like beyond six months building. So, I mean. 
all in the end of the day we turned up return on investment yeah, dude, yeah. we just turned up yep. we were we we filled the gap in the market and i think that linkedin is a massive space for designers right now in that yeah there's just there's not many there you could do the same thing that that trade show thing i mean it it's some legwork the same as door to door sales kind of stuff yeah but you've got everybody under one roof. Everyone's there to show what they do. And then you could go, I really like what you do. It's, if it's all show it's and like tell. It's like 40 birds with one stone. That's <laughs> it. Like you could walk into some expo for, I don't know, boat sales or something like that or, or home reno stuff or, or whatever. Or if Australia legalizes cannabis, you could go to all these <laughs> cannabis vendors, which I know happens in the States and the UK. And like that's my little thing. Like as soon as that happens in Australia, I'm like, in those places going, guys, I like your product. I like the whole idea of it and everything like that. I just know that you are the exactly the same product. That's it. At the end of the day, you have marijuana. <laughs> That's it. And let's let's try and do something different. The only thing you can do really is... Smoke it or ingest it or... or <laughs> but how they present their product. And that's it, exactly. That's the only, yeah. it's the only thing they have control over, really. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, okay, that's, that's going on a whole nother... <laughs> Whole other tangent Ooh. there. <laughs> um, do you think there's something that we're missing? Like, just that that you're kind of going. Why is no one doing this? Yes, there is, and it's. I think that designing. We're just so involved in the process of how it looks. Um, I think we need to be more invested in what the client actually gets out of it. True. So if yeah. they have, okay, so in the end of the day, a lot of businesses, if they're coming to you for a rebrand, they want to build more awareness about their business to generate more sales, really. The end goal for most of these businesses sales. is sales. So how are you accommodating those needs? How are you solving that problem? I think that we as designers get so caught up in the in the process of making something pretty. Yeah, the aesthetics. The aesthetics. Yeah. It's like, okay, when they go and apply that in the real world, how is that going to help them convert? How is it going to help that business yeah. reach more people and do what they do? Like um, it might not necessarily do so, but if you can give a, a roadmap that shows absolutely. what, especially if you do branding, let, let's say, because that's what I do, that's what I know best, is that if you show and present this is the problem that you have and it, it might be awareness of your brand and you're sitting between a shop front of all these different other cafes and you're a cafe yourself and there's one on the corner one at the other corner and then one across the road and you're not your business isn't doing well but the other three are doing fantastically well there's a problem there how do you go about doing that you you wouldn't go oh i think your logo needs a rebrand just because you know it's a bit it's a bit complicated how about it you'd be going you'd be looking at what's around and saying, well, these guys are doing spectacularly well. How's business going for you? Is It must be going just as well. And they go, nah, we're getting like nobody in here. Like you're asking those questions and then you sort of thinking, well, why do you think that is? And they go, well, you know, we've been here for a while now. We've not really updated things and, and all this kind of stuff. And it's it might just be costing us sales and getting people in the door because they don't not find this appealing. I said, well... The coffee's the coffee's just as good as all the others. The the service is you know the customer service is just as good. But we got to understand the world we live in. We live in a world where how it looks matters almost more than you know. People will eat a burger that doesn't taste as good as a burger that 
you know, looks like crap yeah, yeah. because they want that Instagram photo. They want they want to create this perception around who they are as a person and the mm-hmm. brands mm-hmm. that they're aligning themselves with very, when they rock up true. in the coffee shop. You yeah, know, yeah. how many how many times have you seen a photo of a coffee that has a nice branded cup? You know, boom, in the right way. In the right way. Or the Neil Terry Burger Project. Yeah, burger, where yeah, you that's get, right. Get like the best burger from this corner street store that's just like will change your life. But but people people almost don't even care. I mean, some people do. Yeah. But I'm I, I'm guilty of I'll walk down a street and I'll see a coffee shop and I'll look at. I mean, maybe it's because of the industry I'm in, but I'll look at the sign and be like, "Okay, the sign's hanging off the awning." Ultra critical. Uh, yeah, I'm a bit. I mean, you know, you're in the industry. You always look at these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, nine times out of ten, I'll walk into the place that is better presented than the place that's probably got a better rating on a on. You know? Yeah, yeah, no, very true. Yeah. And then that probably is, again, a, a, a very similar aspect to the way you have to present yourself too. Like if you're, oh, if you're comparing yourself, which I don't think as designers we should be comparing ourselves to others, but we should be learning from others. I think that's a better way of looking at it is that if you don't think you're up to snuff and you see someone that you think is absolutely like, killing it and you realise, you know, what is it that you could be doing better to present yourself in a better light that would make you feel like you're doing the right thing, you know, kind of do it kind of thing and, and present yourself in the way that you would hope a client would see as someone that is trustworthy, knows what they're doing, knows what they're about, can relate to, mm. can build that connection with. And I think that's why you have to kind of try different things and not just follow what someone else is doing. Yeah, uh, it's so important to be genuine and to be yourself. And unique in a way that is just yeah. you. Like I get in front of a camera and be a total fucking idiot and 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 it's just fun because i enjoy it it might not get a sale but it shows but if people can yeah. but if people can see if people can relate to you yeah. the likelihood is they will feel that you will relate to them yeah. empathize with their situation their mm-hmm, needs mm-hmm. the business no, that's very true so yeah yeah i think that if we if we're genuine in how we portray ourselves how we brand ourselves yeah um we're going to attract the kind of people we want to attract yeah. Yeah, and it goes if you're a an illustrator, if you are um, a UX UI kind of person, you know, you you got to be tailoring the message, the look, the feel, the everything about what you're doing to that particular kind of customer that's looking for that type of product. Absolutely, I mean, branding is one of those things now that's just everybody needs branding kind of thing. Every business needs a brand of some kind because we're coming into an age where you just get left behind without it. But for these little more niche kind of aspects of presenting yourself in a stylized way through illustration or if it's, you know, creating apps and web experiences and interactive digital experiences like that a UI UX person would take, you know, wholehearted advantage of. It's a very, very niche thing to do in Australia. But um, presenting yourself that way to, to make it look like you're the least risky option, um, you don't have to be the best option. I think that's what we're all sort of we all need to look perfect and we all need to have our shit together and all this kind of stuff which half of us obviously don't have our shit together even though we've got a big ass following and all that kind of thing Mm. but to to realize that we just need to present ourselves in the best way we can that we feel like a customer could or a client could as you say best connect and and relate to that's all that's necessary i think we start overthinking it because it's like what you do in with sales is you get out there, you just show your face and say, hi, how are you going? And it's simple as that. It would be less time-consuming doing that than having to brand yourself and put out all this content and everything daily to, to massage you know, a client into 
you know, trusting you and things like that, which you just get in front of them and then you go, someone can really read you in well, two this seconds. Whole, this whole human to human exactly. emphasis these days. And But I think as well, something that I'm guilty of and I'm sure a lot of designers are guilty mm. of is just scrutinizing yourself and the content that you put out. Yeah. Um, I think... I think to a point, yeah, you have to you have to structure what you're doing. You have to brand yourself a certain way that's true to your own values mm-hmm. and to, I guess, the kind of clientele you wanted to pull in. But it was to a point where I was just so critical of my own content that I wasn't putting anything out. And it's important not to make that mistake either because yeah. you have to be out there. Yeah. Yeah, you, you have gotta, to be. You just got to do it, and, and you've got to do it. Yeah, you just and, have to do it. Like live by Nike's rule: just do it, man. Just do it. And, and uh, <laughs> TM. <laughs> um, I, I see a lot of designers that don't have anything on their profile, or if they do, it's just work. Which work is having just your work is fine. There's nothing wrong with having your work. Present your best work, obviously, though. Um, and your best work is obviously subjective to what you see it as. It doesn't matter what another designer sees it as. What matters is if a client sees that it's good for them. Absolutely. And if they can align, they see what you've done for someone else that's in a similar line of business or you like, they like the look of what that you did for that dental company, but they're a real estate company and you just they like that aesthetic of what you've done, it easily translates across. And I think that's just what we're kind of possibly losing sight of is it's just, you know, it's not too hard to position yourself in a way that helps that client see. You don't have to convince a client. That's not the idea. It's, it's, it's just to show a client what you can do and if it's the right solution for them, they go, oh, I need someone that does the logo. Uh, that person looks good. In, in the end of the day, I don't think that it's even worth a prospect's time to dive down that rabbit hole and think. Mm. Yeah, some some people do. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but a client is a business is not going to dive down a rabbit hole and think. Oh, pros and cons, pros and cons, pros and cons. They have a problem that they need solved now. Now, yeah. yeah. And for them to for them to deliberate over twenty different designers over five it's six seven headache. weeks it's it's like time is money. someone it is yeah. it is yeah. and yeah. they need they need actionable they need things to just work happen they yeah. need things to happen yeah. their time is valuable which is why i've found that approaching businesses and striking up these conversations is valuable to them because mm. if i turn up mm. and they're like hey um, I need a quote for this. I give them the quote. They don't have to go looking around online and trying to find someone and trying to. Mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. you just if you turn up, yeah, th- th- it gets you ways down the road. It really yeah. does. Yeah. No, and so, something else that I was wanting to chat about with you is yeah, um, how we how we position our businesses on social media as well. Obviously, you are very much the mascot of G'day Frank. Yeah, you need to be. I realized that very early. <laughs> yeah. On. So it's something that I'm sort of yeah, this is something that I'm sort of learning because I've still kept my own persona uh, back from the face of the business sure. because I want to portray my business more as a, mm. I don't know, not not so much as just entity. me. Yeah, yeah, as an yeah. entity rather than yeah. just, hey, this is Shane. Yeah. Um, so, like, I don't know, what, what are your, what are your thoughts, thoughts on, on that? that? Because I was of the same opinion when I started. Yeah. I have a mixed opinion about it because you can go both ways. Yes. You can... You can do that whole route and become an entity because the and as long as you play the focus that it is all we, about the, not I. We that too, but it's about the customer, not you. Correct. So they don't need to realistically know everything about you. They just want to know that you can do the job. What I would say that 
to that though is still put a face to the name so that yeah, when okay. that person sees sure. you have them see you like they want to know yeah. who they're dealing with Absolutely. kind of thing not yeah, yeah, yeah. some where this big thing and it's just like you're sitting in a room by yourself like we've all seen that meme of that old bloke and it's just like meet my team and there's like five of the, this old bloke's head just with <laughs> the cup of coffee kind of thing well it's it's, it's perception isn't it because if I'm out True. speaking to someone yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not saying hey yeah, yeah, I'm your. I'm. Yeah. I'm going to be dealing with you in accounts, design, exactly. sales, exactly. I'm not project management. Like, yeah. um, I mean, to some to some businesses that would work, for sure. Um, yeah. but I guess with my type of business, I am portraying myself as. I mean, I am as a salesperson and and a designer. Yep. But I'm nameless in accounts. I'm nameless in sure. a few different ways. Yeah. Um. I, th- I think it's one of those things that if you're the... C- <laughs> I would put it akin to Apple. No one knows who works for Apple apart from Steve Jobs, but he's dead. But when he was alive... <laughs> but when he was alive, that's who Apple was. It was Steve Jobs the same as, you know, the colonel for KFC when... Okay. You know, he was- and they do still very much exist on their own. Correct. And they had yeah. their own presence, their own identity. It would be very much the same as... Christo in the future to put it in the design realm Um, but for for me my realisation was that if I'm going to be the face of it I'm going to be the one that picks up the call every single time and writes back to the emails apart from some of the account stuff that my wife does I'm going to need to be the face if I'm going to do this whole social thing I feel like it needs to be social it needs to be have have personality very good point and that's why I, I got in front of the camera to do this stuff it was fucking awkward to do at the start but you know six months later i'm doing whatever i can to just get the job done kind of thing of and course. not worrying about what i look like what i sound like because i you know there's several things about myself that obviously i'm probably not going to be happy with just the same as every person generally is yeah. but you just do it because that's how you feel like you're going to make a connection with somebody to make them feel you know easy about working with you um and and eliminate that friction so that's how i kind of see about online presence it would be the same as um you know at the end of the day if you're going to be the one that's going out there i'm shane from aspect brands um and you're saying i'm part of this team and it's like oh who else is in your team then you're like oh me myself and I. Let me talk about Barry and there's Barry and there's, Steve. Sha- there's Sean and there's Shane and there's <laughs> Shanae. Uh, like, Shanae will be in touch with you regarding your account. Shanae will be there. <laughs> Hello. Good old Shanae. Hello. Sha- <laughs> I speak friends. Hello. <laughs> oh, if I no, you, you, like in that sense, I definitely am not. I'm not like blatantly lying to the client, but if yeah. You want to seem larger than you are? Yeah, of course. I, okay, so for instance, um, on my business card, it's not like CEO, creative director, yeah, manager, yeah. founding, to put CEO founding, on my founding partner. Stuff. Uh, Mine's just brand specialist. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. I don't, I, I want to hand my card, I don't want them to know that they're talking to the owner of the business because, you know, maybe there'll be a, a lack of confidence in my ability to even do the work, even though I've got a great network of teams set up. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, different suppliers, different install teams, things like this. Yeah, you got it covered in that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, how we portray ourselves to our prospective clients is all we have, really. True. And that, I think it's subjective. 
I'm not going to say one way is better than the other. It's it what absolutely work, isn't. It, it's yeah. what works for that business. What I would say, though, is to, to hide behind your brand's logo, no matter what size your business is. Okay. You, you, I think you still need to, to show at least who they might be dealing with in general. Um, I mean, with the, the production company that I used to work for, we had the top level management on their website. Okay. And I think that just shows, puts a face to the name because they're the people that, that a network would be interacting with at that production company. Same with me. I put my, I don't have my face on the homepage. I have it on the about page. Mm-hmm. It shows at least, you know, who, what I look like and maybe a bit of my personality because I'm holding like a stormtrooper helmet above my head. And the second How pumped is, are you for the new Star Wars? Oh, You're let's just... not get into that because we'll be here forever. Um, <laughs> But just putting yourself out there in a way that, that is genuine and, and shows just even a sliver of who you are. But also Absolutely. your team. Like if you do have a team though yeah. and you're like a two-person team and, and you show that to give a voice to or a face to that name of, of who you are as that business. Absolutely. I, I think that's where you got to well, go with it. Most businesses though, to, to not overcomplicate things, most businesses generally would like to just deal with one person anyway. Mm. Yeah, yeah, like true. I know you, we've Have had a discussion. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I'm the point yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm the account manager. Yep, yep, whichever yep, way you want to yep, spin it. Yep, 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 uh, exactly. A lot of businesses they don't want to. I mean, if you're offering this service, uh, like the service that I offer, mm. you know, to do all these different things. One of the things that I offer is, hey, give me a call. I can do any one of these modes of implementation yep. you need. You don't have to call Steve the sign guy, Barry the merchandiser, yep. Dave the exactly. uniforms exactly. guy. Sam, the printer, you can yeah. just call me up. I've yeah. got you covered. Yeah. And, that, and that is value to the client Definitely. as well. It, it's, it's, what, it's what is going to keep you top of mind. Absolutely. In that client's mind, either you know, face-to-face, on the phone, on an email, on your Instagram story to see that face over and over or that logo icon. Something I definitely yeah. would, I'm to, starting to, I guess, yeah. reconsider about my online presence. Yeah. I see, and that's the thing. You just see what happens. But um, look, I think we're going to wrap it up there, Shane, because no I worries. think we've we've really gone. I'm going to try. I need to keep this under sixty minutes so we can have this on IGTV. <laughs> um, <laughs> but thanks so much, dude, for coming on. No um, this was an awesome chat to start things off. I think it was it was very personal, which I think that's what I love about you. You keep, you, thanks, keep it, you keep it real. So this was two red chairs by G'day Design Life by me, Frank. Um, next episode, I'm looking to have somebody else on here to talk about what's going on in your design life. Um, if you want to get in touch, flick me a message on Instagram or flick me an email and uh, I look forward to seeing you very soon. Cheers.